Greetings and welcome to Meditation Space. This is Joe and I will be leading today's meditation practice. In this session we will focus on how to love oneself to its full potential. Our ability to love oneself without condition is one of the most crucial tasks that we have to uphold, without the necessity of doing, attaining or having anything at all. But merely to maintain the reality of our deserving, to acknowledge the excellence that we already are in this world, and to remind ourselves that this fundamental aspect of the reality of who we are as divine beings is always present. During this meditation, we look at the inner voice that deceives us and keeps us from being able to love ourselves completely and without conditions. This voice tells us lies and misrepresents the reality. The next step is to search for and develop affirmations that will assist us in changing this destructive inner monologue into one that is more encouraging to ourselves, that demonstrates both compassion and kindness. To start, locate a position that allows you to meditate in complete ease, relax and make yourself at home, and of the energy known as pranic. Prana refers to the vital life force energy that nourishes and supports living things. Noticing how unconsciously and constantly present the act of breathing is. T. He very act of breathing is a demonstration of the inherent value we possess. This breath and this prana will support us regardless of what we do, who we are or what we have. There is nothing else we need. We don't even need to strive to prove our worth. Allow this breath to fully immerse you in the now moment you find yourself in. Settling in. Your nervous system will be calmed, and both your mind and body will be brought back into harmony. The pursuit of truth is at the heart of the radical honesty movement, into the core of who you are as a person, under each and every one of the veils, under all of the layers, the shadows, and everything else that you've constructed to keep yourself distinct from the world, to keep yourself protected and hidden. To practice radical honesty means to get in touch with the person you are underneath everything else. It is not heavy. It cannot be denied. Being one with divine is at the center of this practice. It's all about making a connection. It has to do with love. I want to encourage you to think about the fact that you are already loving yourself in this very now, merely by being present for yourself and making the conscious decision to listen to this guided meditation. When we engage in the practice of self-love, a significant portion of what is required of us is to investigate all of the ways in which we exclude ourselves from love. All of the things that we do to divert our attention away from the fundamental truth that we are worthy. The stories that we tell ourselves are one of the most significant factors that contribute to our disconnection from the truth. The narratives that we let in and that we later choose to believe or share with others. These narratives are crafted throughout our lives on the basis of our experiences or the perspectives of those around us. When we internalize these narratives, we give life to the events described in them. We infuse them with vitality and significance. And this, in turn, is what creates the distance between ourselves and the truth. Awareness is the first step in unearthing these stories and selecting a different narrative that is more sustaining and more in line with the truth. This is the first step, is the process of becoming aware of the lies, the stories we tell ourselves that are not in line with the truth, with our essence, or with who we are at our very center, and learning to recognize them as such. I would like to encourage you to give some thought to the ways in which you talk to yourself in a critical or deficient manner. 
The misconceptions you have about yourself that keep you from seeing the reality of your divine perfection are the beliefs that you hold. First, let's take a look at a few different aspects of your life. Consider, in each domain, what it is about myself that I find most objectionable. This question can alternatively be rephrased as what am I missing in myself? Where do I need to make the most progress? Therefore, think about this subject in relation to your physical self. Where on your body do you feel the most self-conscious? What do you think is missing from this picture? Let's have a look at the domain of the mind now, shall we? What is it about your mind that you do not like? What is it that you feel is missing in this very moment? This is your past, your life's worth of accumulated lessons and insights. What specifically about this bothers you and in what ways do you think it falls short? And now, your connections with other people and the interactions you have with them. What is it about yourself that bothers you the most in terms of how it affects relationships? And what do you think is missing the most? Last but not least, your accomplishments. Which aspects of your accomplishments give you the most satisfaction? Where do you fall short in terms of your accomplishments and how can you improve? As you can see, your critical voice inside your head is really powerful. It is very simple to find flaws in oneself, as well as areas in which one feels they could stand to develop or in which one feels they are deficient. Self-talk that is kind and encouraging is something we should choose if we want to genuinely embrace the concept of self-love and love ourselves without any qualifications, geared towards getting at the facts of the matter. As a result, we will investigate the possibility of rewriting this story to modify the critical voice that comes from within by engaging in constructive dialogue with oneself concerning the topics that we looked at. Now that we've covered all of the bases, let's look at each area individually and ask ourselves, if I completely love myself, how would I change this belief? How can I modify the tone of the voice of my inner critic so that it is more encouraging, more loving, and more kind? The most important thing for you to do right now is to put yourself in the position of thinking. If I loved myself entirely, this is quite similar to acting out a role, a means by which one can escape the confines of whatever belief system one may hold, deciding to examine it from a perspective that is distinct from the norm, from the perspective of affection. Let's start with the body, shall we? Again, looking at the ideas you have about your body, possibly recalling the feelings of deficiency that you were able to bring up, and then asking yourself the following question. If I loved myself totally, how would I modify this belief? Or to put it another way, what would I believe in its place? And with that, let's shift our focus to the mind. What would I think of my thinking if I liked myself completely? What would I believe? Following that, your past and the experiences you've accumulated. How could I modify the beliefs that come from negative self-talk or the inner critic if I loved myself totally? If I loved myself completely, how could I change these beliefs? In its place, what do I hold to be true? Let's shift our focus to relationships, also known as your ties with other people. If I had perfect love for myself, what would I put my faith in? How can I adjust my inner critic so that it doesn't interfere with my relationships. Achievements. If I had unconditional love for myself, what would I think of the things I've accomplished? It's possible that now that we've gone through the exercise of shifting our mentality and actually looking at ourselves through the lens of love, you may identify the ways in which you could be more kind to yourself when you talk to yourself. 
if you were able to actually view yourself through the lens of love, then you would realize that you already have it within you to change the tale. If you were able to do this, then congratulations to replace negative thoughts with positive ones and to have a supportive and loving dialogue with oneself. Therefore, if your inner critic starts to say things that aren't true to you, I encourage you to adopt this self-love stance and look at things from that perspective. To begin, let's consider this question. If I had unconditional love for myself, what would I believe? What advice would I give to my younger self? How would I conduct myself? We effectively repattern our beliefs each time we replace the critical voice within with affirmations directed towards ourselves. Because of this, our mental state, physical state, and eventually our experience are all altered. Put your hands on your chest and feel your heartbeat. Feel the expansion of your chest as the breath that gives you life comes in. Take note of the fact that each and every breath is a gift, one that does not require a payment to be made. You have earned respect. There is nothing you need to do, be, or have in order to be worthy. All you need is to believe in yourself. Beyond the realm of comfort lies radical honesty. It goes beyond the notion that we have of what it means to fit into the narrative of a culture or society. As children, we construct a persona for ourselves, which can be thought of as either a personality or a sense of self, and it is based on the experiences we have and what we have been taught. Regarding the things that we have been led to believe are either good or bad, as a result, certain aspects of ourselves are emphasized greatly or brought to the forefront, whereas other aspects are repressed and hidden. This is an integral component of your shadow. It eventually becomes a component of the feeling of self that you have repressed. To be completely truthful with oneself is to recover every aspect of oneself. It means being willing to acknowledge the truth despite the fact that it may go counter to the norms of our culture or society. The truth is something that exists beyond the confines of our material world. Start to immerse yourself completely in the here and now. Compassion is a quality that can be developed and we have the capacity to do so right now. To take the critical first step towards becoming radically honest with oneself, compassion is required. This compassion creates space for the truth to emerge. If we lack compassion, others may be less receptive to hearing our truth. Using your best judgment. And it's possible that we have the impression that we just do not have the power or the bravery to confront this truth. I would like to invite you to bring your focus to the area around your heart, where your center is located in your chest. And with each beat of your heart, you'll experience a gradual softening and a growing warmth. From the core, there radiates outwardly a pulsing of this heat, which corresponds to the gradual softening. In the beginning, you will only detect it in very minor ways. Maybe it starts with becoming conscious of the beat of the pulse station in your heart. And then perhaps this coziness, this smoothing out, starts to accompany the beat, resonating outward in all directions, originating in the center of your heart and pulsating. The core of our being, this place where compassion resides, is home to profound acceptance. It is a repository of the truth. Kindness resides in our hearts. It creates an environment in which the truth can emerge. So take to heart the fact that everyone is welcome here. Within this place of compassion, love and grace, all things are able to be held. Right now, we look into the truth. It's possible that we have a specific instance in mind in which we want the truth to be revealed. Or it's also possible that our inquiry has a broader scope than that. Keeping an open mind and heart to any and all truths that may choose to present themselves to us at this time. Put this goal at the top of your list. 
And now, while you are in this space of compassion that you have built and nurtured, ask yourself this question. What is true for me in this very place, and at this very time, in the here and now? Wait patiently while maintaining this inquiry and this compassionate place in your heart. Maintain presence, practice patience, and open yourself up to the unfolding of the teachings. Simply respond. Thank you whenever any of these emerging realities bring themselves to your attention as they begin to reveal themselves. I love you. You will realize that this truth is kept in acceptance as you continue to make room for it, as you express gratitude for what is revealed by offering your love to it, and as you exhibit acceptance for what is revealed by thanking it. That there is no need to pass judgment on anyone or anything. There is simply an inviting in and a seeing of what is happening. Keep in mind to express your gratitude by saying the words, thank you, I love you. Once you have the sense that the reality of this current instant has been made clear to you, you are ready to shut the space or the container of practice that you have cultivated by expressing your thanks once more. It bears repeating, I am grateful and I adore you. This recognition, this letting in, and this show of acceptance actually assists you in seeing the truth for what it actually is. In most cases, the presence of judgment is an indication of the presence of another shadow or veil that stands between you and the truth. It is quite acceptable for you to keep all of your former experiences, beliefs, and patterns. It's possible that you'll start revealing truths that aren't in line with the things you've encountered in the past, and when this happens, you can find that judgment starts to creep in. And this too is accepted without question. We have compassion and acceptance for whatever the situation may bring. In this way, the authenticity of our truth is enhanced. It is not tainted by judgment, by opposition, or by any more of the veils that once separated you from it. Rather, it is pure. Consequently, once you have exposed the truth, after you have reached a level of radical honesty, you have the option of keeping this knowledge to yourself or choosing to share it with others. If you are going to share your truth with others, it is absolutely necessary that you give yourself some time to process it first. To connect with your heart, just as we have been doing in this meditation, in order to avoid projecting your sorrow, your trauma, or your trigger onto other people. You, on the other hand, are speaking your truth. Intimacy and connection are two qualities that can be developed through this process. In our interactions with one another, we strive to be radically honest. And this is the true freedom that comes along with the thrill of being authentic. The more we make room in our lives for the truth to speak for itself and be heard, the closer we come to experiencing this joy, the greater independence we experience. And with that, let us conclude our meditation with three long, slow breaths all at once, inhaling via the nose and expelling through the mouth so that it can be heard. Add another pair of those. I pray that you are able to carry this honestly, this radical honesty, with you wherever you go. I wish for you that in all of the relationships you have and in all of the experiences you have, you always feel this sense of connection and truth. Sit with this. Till next time.